Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church in Katy, Texas. If you are in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing it with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message, and God bless your week. Let me paint you a little picture this morning. Imagine it's, it's Christmas morning, or, or maybe Christmas Eve, if you open your presents on Christmas Eve, but you're, you're gathered around the tree. You're anxiously waiting and anticipating the moment when you can open up your first Christmas present. After what seems like an eternity, it's finally your turn. You receive the package. You tear it open, you look at it, and before you even think about it, the words just come out of your mouth. Ah, thanks. You shouldn't have. What kind of gift do you think you got? Well, from the tone of my voice, probably not a very good one, or at least one that you didn't appreciate very much one that you maybe don't even think is really worth the time to open. We've all been there, right? A a gift that you've received that you just don't really think is all that worth it. What if we rewind and you tear it open, you look at it, and you say, oh, thanks, you shouldn't have. Well, what kind of gift did you get then? Well, that was probably a good gift, one that you weren't really expecting or, or just a really, really great gift. What makes, what makes a good gift? That question could maybe be answered in a couple different ways. So a good gift is one that's unexpected. A, gift, a good gift is one that maybe you couldn't afford by yourself. A good gift is maybe one that you don't even think that you deserve. Well, the best gift ever given was all of these and much, much more. The best gift ever given is Jesus, who came into this world and saved us from death and sin and rescued us to life and salvation. The best gift ever given is described here in Isaiah 61. It's a gift that we never could have expected, never could have paid for or earned by ourselves, It's a gift we didn't even deserve, but it's one that's given to you. It's the best kind of gift, right? One that is just given to you. This morning, let's let's look at Isaiah 61 and, and see this gift that is given to us that saves us from this horrible condition that we were in. We read, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. 
I delight greatly in the Lord, and my soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in robes of righteousness. As a bridegroom adores, adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the soil makes the sprout come up and a garden causes seed to grow, so the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. It's, it's really important to understand who is speaking when we hear these words, because even though Isaiah is the one who wrote these down, it's, it's not Isaiah speaking. The one who's speaking is the eternal Son of God. It, it's Jesus himself. And there's a really quite remarkable story in the Gospels that point us to this truth. You see, Jesus was in the synagogue on the Sabbath day, like it was custom for Jews to do. And another one of the customs was for men of the congregation to come forward and to read from the scriptures, kind of like how we have one of our elders come forward and read the first reading on a Sunday morning. Well, Jesus came forward and he read from the scriptures, and guess what he began to read? Well, I'm guessing you could probably make a a pretty good guess at what he reads. He reads Isaiah 61. He finishes reading it, rolls up the scroll, hands it back to the attendant, and then he tells everyone in in the synagogue, Today, these words are fulfilled in your hearing. Jesus was calling himself the one whom the Spirit rested upon. Jesus was calling himself the Messiah. The word Messiah is one who is anointed or appointed for a specific task, a specific role. That job, that task, was a rescue mission. God the Father saw the condition that our world was in, saw that we were in darkness, in, we were poor, captive. And like a 911 emergency call sends dispatched uh, emergency responders, God the Father dispatched his son, Jesus, sent the Messiah on a rescue mission to, to, to rescue us from those horrible conditions that we were in. Have you ever heard of the of Plato's allegory of the cave. It's a somewhat famous story, and the story really reminds me of the conditions that we were in before Christ rescued us. Plato was a Greek philosopher, and he he told this story about people stuck in a cave. But not only were they stuck in the cave, they were born and raised and lived only in this cave. They didn't know anything outside of the cave, and it was a miserable life. A life of darkness and misery and pain. They didn't know any better. That's kind of like our situation before Christ rescued us out of the cave. We were poor, captive, broken That's the condition that we were in before Christ came into the picture. So listen to the powerful words that Isaiah says about this rescue mission, how Jesus comes to save us. He says, The Lord has anointed me with a specific task and sent me to preach good news to the poor. 
Jesus wasn't sent to proclaim good news to those who could afford it. He wasn't sent to those who could pay him back for what he is going to do for them. No, he was sent to proclaim good news to the poor, to you and to me. He was sent to bind up the brokenhearted. Is that you this Christmas season? Are you brokenhearted? Not sure why, maybe uh, uh, something's wrong, something's missing, something's out of place, but you just know it in your heart that something is not there. Jesus came and was sent for you to bind up your broken heart. To proclaim to those living in darkness, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. To those living in darkness, to those living in the cave, stuck in the cave, freedom and release from that darkness. Best gift ever given was Jesus coming into the world to release us from those horrible conditions we were in. Poor, broken-hearted, captive sinners stuck. Best gift ever given was Jesus coming down to become poor for us. To have his heart broken for us. To be treated like a captive criminal, a captive prisoner for you and for me. That's the best gift ever given. And the thing is, it's not only a rescue operation, it's not just a rescue plan out of the cave. It's a complete makeover, it's a complete identity change, it's a complete situation change. Do you hear the contrast in images that Isaiah uses to describe this? To bestow on them, to bestow on those who mourn, a crown of beauty instead of ashes. I'm not sure if you are familiar with ancient Near Eastern culture, but the ancient Near Eastern people would put ashes, literal ashes, on their head as a sign of mourning and sadness to show others and to remind themselves that something is not right. Instead of ashes, Christ bestows on you a crown of beauty. Instead of having an itchy and irritated scalp because of the ashes of our sins, he takes them away, washes them away, and bestows upon our head a crown of beauty and oil of gladness instead of mourning and a complete wardrobe makeover as well. Robes of righteousness, garments of salvation, your sins are forgiven, taken away, like the prodigal lost son who returns home to his father and is clothed in a whole new wardrobe, so we are clothed in the robes of righteousness and the garments of salvation. And so what's our attitude towards this gift, this Christmas season? Oh, thanks, Lord, you shouldn't have, but I heard that message last year. It's, it's just not... There's nothing different. Thanks, Lord. I, I, I know that's supposed to make me happy, but what's really going to make me happy is making sure that my holiday planning and parties and all of those things go perfectly right. That's going to make me happy. 
Lord, I know you say that you're going to come and bind up my broken heart, but I've heard this message before and it just doesn't seem to change anything. My situation hasn't changed even though you say it is. Brothers and sisters, don't look to yourself to make sure that these words apply to you and are true for you. Don't look to your feelings. Don't look to outward situations or circumstances to make sure to know that these words apply to you. Look to Christ. Look to God's word and know that his word is true. It it is for you. (laughs) And it is the best gift ever given. Be planted in his word like an oak of righteousness. An oak with its roots deep in the ground, deep in God's word, is not going to sway or be turned in the wind. It will not be uprooted. It is strong in the promises of God. And that is what you are. You are an oak of righteousness. An oak, a planting of the Lord for God's splendor, for God's glory, for God's joy. You bring glory and joy and praise to God. Just think about that for a moment. You bring joy to God. The king of the universe who has everything he could ever want looks at you and finds joy in you. How amazing is that? You are a planting for the Lord's splendor. So give thanks. (laughs) Bring forth your gifts to God. Bring forth your gifts of time and energy for those around you. Bring forth your gifts of praise and worship here at church. Bring forth your gifts of offerings to the Lord to spread his word throughout all of the world. Give praise to God for the best gift ever given. Lord, you shouldn't have, but you did. You gave me a gift that I could have never earned, could have never deserved, could have never expected, but you gave it to me. May that be the attitude in our hearts this Advent and Christmas season as we look forward once again to the story of Christ coming into this world to rescue us from the horrible situation that we were in to pull us out and to give us a complete makeover. The robes of righteousness, the garments of salvation, a beautiful crown on our heads, establishing us as an oak of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for his splendor. Lord, you shouldn't have, but you did. Amen. Time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. Could I ask you for one more favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to click subscribe and give us a rating. Just a few seconds of your time will help other people hear the simple, straightforward Bible message we offer. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.